Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest team building podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Team Building Podcast. I am not your host. My name is Catherine Nizzi. Jeff Cohn is out today. So I have the honor of interviewing Grace Marshall, who has written a book about productivity. Productivity, excuse me. And I'm so excited to interview Grace. Um, I just wanted to say... Um, real estate and especially on this podcast, we push books all the time, all different types of books. We have a huge book list on our website of people, what people should read. And of course, we have the podcast. And so we love sharing information and productivity and how to get things done is always a top of a conversation. What do I let go of first? What's most important to me? What are my highest dollar per hour activities and being productive over being just busy. So Grace, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on to the Team Building Podcast. I would love to have you introduce yourself to our audience. Sure thing. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. Uh, So my name is Grace Marshall. Um, I am a coach, an author, and a productivity ninja. Um, So what I do is I help people with their productivity. Um, As you might be able to tell by my accent, um, I'm based in the UK, but I've worked with people all across, um, you know, all across the globe. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, what I, I love helping people do is finding their way of working. How do you do your best work? Uh, and to do it sustainably, do it in a way that does you good as well as the good that you're doing out there in the world. So Grace, I'd like to kick it off by asking, how do you do your best work? Great question. Uh, just to break it down, <laughs> just to so kind of give an idea to people of what we're going to cover today. Mm. I get, so how do I do my best work? Um, what brings me to life is always conversations. So um, over the years, so I've been running my coaching business for 14 years now. I started it when my kids were small. So I was growing a business alongside a family. Um, and um, over the years, I've written three books. And I, I also work with organizations now. But the thread that's common through the whole thing has always been conversations. That's how I come up with my best ideas. Um, so even when I was writing books, um, it wasn't a case of completely shutting myself off. I had to shut myself off for a bit yeah. um, to do the writing. But actually, the best ideas came from conversations with people and questions that other people came up with. So that's how I I grew my business was really just to hone it around what do I do best? What brings me to life? Um, and then to get support around the stuff that I'm not so good at myself. Awesome. Okay, so the book we're going to discuss today is How to Be Really Productive. And for those of you who are looking at it, you can find it on Amazon. I read it on um, Kindle. It's great. You can find it on Amazon. Grace Marshall, How to Be Really Productive. So I want to dive into the first chapter. Here, I have a couple of points I want to cover from reading the book. So the chapter one is why why productivity isn't just about getting things done. Mm -hmm. And I love this, especially in the real estate world and in the team building world of real estate, where we are all entrepreneurs and building our own businesses. We're all contract employees. Um, Not all, most, you know, how it works. And so 
But real estate agents love to talk about how they're busy. They were so busy. I'm so busy. I have clients emailing me here. I have getting all these phone calls, you know, but it seems, and you say it in, um, you say it in chapter one of that. What is your why? And then your why gets you to your what and how. And so let's talk about why defining our why is important when being productive. Mm, Absolutely. I think the main reason why it's important is we're never short of things to do. There's always stuff, like you say, there's, we can always be busy. There's always stuff that we can do. Um, if you're a creative entrepreneur, you will have a million and one ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you work with a creative entrepreneur, you'll have a million and one ideas coming your way. And (laughs) you're like, how do I get that all done? (laughs) So, um, I think when we don't, when we're just focused on the what and the how, we can put in place processes, we can get super efficient, we can have all sorts of hacks and tools and tactics to try and squeeze as much into our day as possible. But we might not be able, we might not even be going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know, knowing your why means that you, you it helps you to focus your energy so that yes. what you do do pulls you in the right direction. It also helps you to know What's the difference between action that will move you forwards and activity that just keeps you busy? Um, Because believe me, there's plenty of work to keep you busy. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And then also it it makes a difference when it comes to motivation as well, Mm because we're always going to have ups and downs. We're always going to be, you know, if you're you're doing anything new, you're pushing comfort zones, you're going out there, you're you're doing things that scare you or um or, or just are, are new and, and you're mm-hmm. sort of putting yourself out there. There's there's a lot of emotional load as well as mm-hmm. cognitive load to that. Mm-hmm. And often knowing our why is the thing that makes a difference between, okay, I'm gonna push through that or I know why I need to do it. I'm I'm gonna make it happen mm-hmm. compared to this is too hard. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna stay safe and stick with what I know or oh look look at all those emails I need to answer. I'm just going to do that instead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. In our coaching program with our team leaders, um, we talk, we have a whole month covered on career visioning. And in that career visioning, we discuss about defining your why, Mm -hmm. knowing your why, believing in your why. And we create vision boards and we have, and we, everyone shares their vision boards. We have a whole mastermind type um, call with our team leaders. People share their vision boards and we tell people, you want to have your why down to the nitty gritty. If you want to buy a new house, it's not just a picture of a random house. It's a picture of the exact house you want to buy. You know, if you want a new car or a purse or a vacation, you have it written out exactly how much that vacation is going to cost you. Pictures of exactly where you're going to be on that vacation. Really clearly defining that why because it makes... It, it gives you the ability to step back and say, what things are not getting me to taking my family to Disney, spending a month in Europe, buying the house, buying whatever it is for people. Mm, And we have, yeah, we have people, we're always like print them off and post them right in front of your face Mm -hmm. so you can see it every day. And, um, but with, of course, with wise, there's accountability. Mm -hmm. And, um, so usually uh, with career visioning follows accountability and it gets hard because when people aren't staying on track with their goals, um, we often ask them, um, you know, they, they didn't do the things that they said they were going to do. You know, I didn't 
invest in the properties that I wanted to. I didn't add three agents to my team. I was just so busy doing other things. And we're like, well, adding agents and starting an investing team is getting you to your why. Mm -hmm. And you haven't done things getting to your why. So what do you want to take off of that? What do you want to take off of your why? Because you're not doing the things to be the productive things you need to get to there. And it's a little harsh. And when, people ask, when we, we get to that point, you know, my stomach hurts a little, but it, it, it makes the point. Um, it does. And I think it's also, you know, even digging even deeper, it's like, why do you want the house? Why mm-hmm. do you take that trip? What does it mean to you? Because I think right. sometimes when you dig deeper behind the, the, the tangible physical thing, Correct. Is usually like a feeling, a value, it's, it goes mm-hmm. really, really deep. Um, and then that can also help you shape the route that you take to get there. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the um, one of the sayings that I always bristle against a little bit is the um, was it if some I can't remember who said it now, but somebody said if your why is big enough, then like how doesn't matter. Like the, the right. it's almost like the ends justify the means. But right. it's like actually say say for example your why is freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that that's the thing that sits behind mm-hmm. you, your vision board is that sense of freedom, right? But if how you get there, how you build that business and and the way that you shape your business actually strips away all the freedom from you, then there's no point. Mm-hmm. And you are going to bristle against that. You are going to procrastinate because there's that internal resistance going, but this isn't how I want to live my life. Right. So I I always look for ways of like how do I line up? How do I align that dream of where I want to get to, but -hmm. also pull through those values in terms of how do I shape that journey to get there? Because that means that I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be fighting myself when Mm -hmm. it comes to like the motivation and the accountability. Yeah. And you said it, you quoted a Nobel Peace Prize winner in your book. Um, I, I have it right here highlighted Albert, um, Schweitzer, is that how you say it? But he said, happiness is the only thing that multiplies when you share it. And I think that's a great quote in chapter one. It was one of my things I highlighted, but I think it goes back to your ha- you what's past the house, what's past the vacation, right? What are we really getting into as a human being and what we want to feel? Yeah. And when we achieve those things, we're happiness and the freedom. And then at what team leaders and as CEOs of, of our teams, we can then allow others to do the same. So if we, if we want others who are following us on our team, believing in us to be doing the same exact things that we are achieving their goals, checking things off of their vision board, being reaching that freedom, we have to make sure we're doing the same thing because we Mm. cannot hold others to the expectations that we are not willing to drive into and dig into and do ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's yeah, there's depth to something when you live it. So yes. if you're just saying it and expecting other people to follow and you're not doing it yourself, mm-hmm. there's um yeah, that's just gonna be hollow. Yeah. It, it means it doesn't carry any weight. Mm. So the next chapter I want to talk about is chapter four because this leads into being productive in the world of real estate. And I'm not a real estate agent. I am strict. I am a marketing operations. I work in the real estate world is what I tell people. Mm-hmm. People are like, Catherine, what do you do for the job? And I say, I work in real estate. And they like talk to me about houses. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not what I do, you know? But I have lived this world for five years now. And without a doubt, every single day, an agent, someone walks past my office and they're like, Catherine, how are you? And I'm like, oh, great. How are you? How's your day going? And they're like, oh, it's so busy. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I'm busy. I, I mean, I don't feel 
and you talk about it in chapter four resonated with me a lot because um, I'm pretty honed in on my productivity. I'm not perfect. Who is? Um, you know, but yeah, there are moments of my day where I'm swamped and busy, but you know, people say I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. It's like asking somebody, how are you? And they're like, I'm good. You know, it's everyone's initial response. I'm busy. Mm. So what does being busy mean? And let's talk. I want to talk about what um, that being busy isn't hard. You just need to know what not to do. And we talk a lot about delegating as team leaders, letting things go so that you can be a CEO model of your team and, and make money without selling is our initiative with our coaching company. And then you also talk about fake work. So those are two things I want to get into. So let's talk about how do we know what not to do? What does? What are the questions we need to ask ourselves? So the question, I think it's really good just to notice, like, when am I saying oh, I'm really busy? Mm-hmm. And how am I using that? Some people wear busy as a badge of honor. They like, do. Oh, look, I'm so busy. Look how important mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... You know, entrepreneurs as well, we tend to associate being busy with being successful. Mm-mm-mm. But then that's not always the case, right? No, it's not. <laughs> and sometimes the thing that we're busy with is actually the thing that's stopping us from being successful, stopping us from reaching those dreams. Um, so yeah, whenever whenever I catch people kind of go, I'm so busy, one of my questions is always like, what are you busy with? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really good question to ask. The other one is one I hinted at earlier, which is are you busy with action or activity? Mm. So are you focused on actions that are actually moving you forwards towards your goals? Um, or are you busy with things that just keep you busy? Busy work. Yeah, exactly. Busy work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's something very human about this that's worth kind of just acknowledging and giving ourselves a, a little bit of a break on in that it does feel good sometimes to be busy. Mm. It feels, you know, when you feel wanted, when you feel... Wanted. Needed. Demand. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, and you get like in terms of um the sort of neuroscience behind it, you get a dopamine hit. Yeah, you know, when you're able to like kind of tick, there's another thing I've done, tick, there's another thing I've done. Oh, yeah. I cannot <laughs> tell you how many legal pads I've gone through of to-do lists, right? Yeah, exactly. And so sometimes sometimes the choice is between here are a whole load of things that I know I can take up really quickly and I can get that that quick win. I get that buzz. I get that hit. But actually, add it all up, it's not really getting me anywhere. Mm-mm. Versus here are the maybe shorter list of nitty gritty big things. And they're, they're maybe the things that scare me. And maybe the things that I don't really know quite how to do yet, but mm-hmm. I know it's going to take me forwards. It's going to move mm-hmm. the So all of those are bigger um, more strategic things. Those are the things that aren't going to give us that instant hit. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the, the difference between like junk food and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Like nutrition's going to satisfy you. It's going to grow you. You're going to be healthy. You're going to feel good. Um, but the, the junk food feels good in the moment. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes when we're caught up in busy, we're just we're just getting that sugar high from the you junk just food over and over again. a stack of Pringles to satisfy <laughs> yeah. it, you know? That's it, exactly. And then like a week later, you're like, I feel awful. Why do I feel that bad? Yeah, I'm, 20 I'm minutes later. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've just been living on Pringles. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's recognizing that. It's recognizing that in the moment, business can feel good. And even actually, weirdly, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it starts to feel stressful and overwhelming, um. Uh, there's almost a part of our brain that goes 
I know what will make me feel better. It's that quick win. It's that mm. tick on the list. It's it's mm. to get faster and feel like I'm doing more. Right. And it feels really counterintuitive. And actually, when you slow down, when you take a step back, when you ask yourself, I call them like sort of boss mood questions rather than what yes. can you doing? Like do that yes. thinking, do that. Like yeah. what are, yeah, what am I really here to do? And what's, what's the difference between action activity? That's, um, yeah. And you said it perfectly too. I don't know what chapter it was in, but you talked about thinking and mm. how people feel bad about taking time to think. And mm. it's, and I think I'm thinking, you know, I think that's a great point because how can you continue to grow ideas and to grow your business and to build your team if you're not taking that initial time that however long it is to just think it through? Mm. And you talk about being busy as getting that initial hit, you know, mm. um, getting that high right away. And I think a lot of our team leaders have a really hard time by letting go of selling and letting go of working with clients because it is that initial hit, actual clients mm. and buyers and sellers because of that that's what I started with. I became a real estate agent to work with clients to, to help them buy their first home. It's so amazing. It's awesome. And it takes longer to build your team and your agents, mm -hmm. right? That's that longer process. That's that nutrition that will keep yes. you going for years to come um, in building the, the team under you, building your admin, building your support staff and building your agents. When it's not that initial, I saw it today or I'm going to see it in 60 days because they signed and I know. Mm -hmm. So um, making sure our team, I want to make sure our team leaders hear that and hear that you we have to step away from that being busy, instant gratification to get to that bigger, better, faster, stronger um, yeah. company and lifestyle and team that we we know and want and is totally out there and totally capable of being there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and getting rid of the fake work. It's like, yep. Yeah, you're busy yeah. doing <laughs> emails. Awesome, you know. <laughs> and it's sometimes we lie to ourselves when we're like, that's mm. not, it's really important, is it? Mm. So it's a great point. I really enjoyed chapter four. Mm. All right. The last chapter I want to discuss because we talked about this, I think, on every single podcast. And Jeff makes sure he lets everyone know he's a 99D and a 99I. <laughs> it makes everybody know that on every podcast. I'm an S, um, I'm a CI, mm. which is a little different. Um, um, our Andy, who everyone knows here on the podcast too, he is our accountability person. He's an IS. Our operations person is a SC. Mm. You know, lots of different personalities. We love the DISC test. And for those of you who can't, who um, don't know what DISC is or want to take the DISC, you can totally find it free online. I mean, not the full version, but you can get a rundown of it online. Mm. Um, but I want to talk about different productivity based on different... Um, profiles of the disc. And you broke it down in your book talking about like each person, you like described a person <laughs> yeah. with their names, which I thought was awesome. So let's talk about our typical team leaders are high Ds and mm -hmm. usually have eyes. And so let's talk about what productivity looks like for a D. So if uh, for high Ds, your priorities are, yeah, it's results. It's what gets me that results. Mm -hmm. And so for you, pro you know, your productivity, one of the things that you that, that makes a difference is, is just being really clear. What are the results I'm going for right now? So that example you gave earlier of, you know, it, you know I'm, I've been great at selling because I know my targets and I hit my targets and mm -hmm. I get them to sign on the line and that yep. feels great. 
Now, if you're in the next season of your business where you're building the team and the team are the ones who are supposed to be bringing in the results, you might not get that hit anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you, it might be looking at, well, what does that look like? Well, what, what's my measure of success? What are the results mm-hmm. that I want to see? Yeah, what are the things I want to see my team doing? Or what do I want to hear from them? Or maybe it's even like, what are the things I need to do or not do? So it could even be having a target of like, here are the, here are the emails I'm not going to get involved in. Mm-hmm. You know, how many meetings have I delegated and I'm not doing myself? Mm-hmm. Um, how many, yeah, how many things have the team closed without my involvement at all? And mm-hmm. almost seeing those as your metrics. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you still get that hit of like, I'm hitting those results, but you're, you're, you know, what you're aiming for is the thing that's, that you actually want rather than just that, that kind of buzz. Yeah. It can, get, it can be hard to get these to shift there. Um, their target goals because they're like, they got it. They perfected it. You know, when they're an agent, when they're a working agent with clients, you know exactly how many calls you need to make, how much time you're going to spend on the phone, how many, blah, 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 you know it. So when you want to become a team leader and get out of that day to day of working with 70 clients here, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and moving the meter or moving your goals and what your actionables and, and your quotas look like can be hard because you knew mm-hmm. it so well. And you're like, yeah. I was perfect. I was perfect at it. And I was like, exactly. yeah. And you were working a bajillion hours a week. And <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and so it, you know, it might be, you know, get creative about how you measure that. So, you know, what, like, what do you want to have visually to help mm-hmm. you to like, mm-hmm. you know, to remember that and to focus on that? Um, or what do you want your team to help you with, you know, mm-hmm. with showing you? What is it you mm-hmm. want to see from your team? So, you know, sometimes do you get really frustrated with if you're working with someone who's like an S or a C who wants to go into all the details? Yeah. Because your yes. D's will be like, just give me the highlight. I don't need the details. You know, yeah. Don't bog me down in detail. Um, so, it, you know, might be just letting them know, okay, here are the things I want to hear from you. Here are things yep. that you, you don't need to give me all of that stuff. Just give me this and this. Yeah. That's great. And when you need something from me, ask me, you know, in this way, yeah, and then I'll know. I'll know how I can support you. Yeah, um, it's a perfect example of how Jeff and I communicate. When I need something from him, I say, "I need." I say, "Blah blah 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 blah." Yes or no? You know, <laughs> that's it. And that's it. I get it. I'm really good now. We have a great working relationship. I know not to get into the details, but I want to so bad. Mm. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I want to tell you the details, though. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to hear it, and I'm like, fine. <laughs> that's it. And so, like for you, you know, your your kind of motivation might come from actually having somewhere else to express those details. Yes. So it might be that you journal, like, here are the things that I have done, and yeah. then summarize it into the yeah. one liner for Jeff. <laughs> okay, let's dive into eyes. What does productivity look like for eyes? So I think for eyes, um, it's often to do with like the connection, the energy, the enthusiasm. Um, so again, eyes are similar to these in terms of the pace. Mm-hmm. So you want things to be happening. Well, moving um, along. Yeah, exactly. Moving along. Uh, but probably more people focused. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so actually one of the, the things with eyes is like, look at how you schedule your day and your week. If you've got whole sort of weeks or days where you're not seeing anybody, that's going to be, you know, that, that's going to be a big drain. On yeah, your it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard. So, you know, it might be sort of maybe playing around with the, the scheduling of your, of your weeks of it. You know, that yes, there might be times like when I do my book writing, I need to shut myself off and do mm-hmm. some writing, but maybe Absolutely. I reward myself with, ah, I know I'm going to be having a meeting with that person. I'm going to be having coffee with that person afterwards. And you know what? I'm going to use them as my accountability. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell them 
that I just hear up. And and I actually I did this when I wrote my very first book. I would tell a friend like, okay, I'm meeting for you for coffee at this time on a Friday. Yep. Um, I'm going to be writing chapter three of my book. So ask me if I've got it done. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. So accountability um celebration. Mm. Celebration, I think, is a big thing um, for eyes as well. Um, and again, like I'd say, I'd say lean on the people side of things. So if you do need to dive into detail, um, get someone to help you with it. Um, nice. So you know, get yeah. someone to like maybe t- let me talk it through with you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, or, or sometimes you know, if so, if you asked me to, if you'd have sent me across like all your questions and gone, Grace, could you could you curate like just a twenty minute talk for us? Uh-huh. That would take me a long time. That yeah. would take me all day to figure out. Well, what do I put where, and what do I say first? Yeah. Whereas for me, like jumping on a conversation with you here, uh-huh. this is me, you know, in 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 my element because right. I'm just having a conversation. Um, you're curating the conversation. You're asking me those questions, um, and I'm giving you the best of what comes out of my brain. Love it. <laughs> all right, let's cover S and and S, and then we'll go to C. And so, what mm-hmm. does productivity look like for an S? So I think S's superpower is that sort of methodical step-by-step steadiness. And these um, are um, our admin team leaders. Like mm. these are going to be your admin, your processors. If you're in the mortgage world, um, your people processing all the paperwork behind the scenes, those types of people. Yeah, absolutely. So for, for an S, they want to know like, what's the journey? Yes. The process. And to feel like they can take their time and they can go at the right pace. Um, so S's get really frustrated if they're all of a sudden asked, oh, just change things. Mm. You know, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. Just, 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 just cobble something together or just wing it. Um, yeah. that's, yeah, that, that's kind of an S's sort of anxiety zone. Yeah. Um, they like a start and a finish. Yeah. A clear path. Yeah. Exactly. A clear path. So, you know, sometimes if you're an S, it might be, if you're an S working with an I or a D boss, you might get a brief that is just just feels like a like like a bomb. Like, <laughs> just word, like they just word vomited all this yeah. information onto you, and you're like, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so you might need some time to think through and you know, and almost map it out. So what I heard was this, which I think means this is what we need, and this is where we are now. Here's where I see things going. And almost to like give that back to them to go, here's the journey I think we're going on. Yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Please confirm that yeah. this is accurate and this is how I interpreted your information. Exactly. Um, you know, and and I think the the other thing that S's are really good at is is spotting, you know, where's the gap? Where are mm. we gonna lose people? Where mm. are we um, you know, where are we gonna where are we not we as gonna... efficient as the yeah. rest? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, or like if you've got an, an S as a as a team leader, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know, le- leading a leading a team of admin people, for example, they're the ones who are going to go, hang on a minute, this we're going to lose these people over here, mm-hmm. or they're going to be less engaged. Or, so S is a great at spotting you know, and and keeping the team together, keeping people together. They get really great at spotting when someone's sort of falling behind or stressors. Stress. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. they're feeling stressed. So I think if you are, if you're a high D or a high I leader, find your S's and just ask them like, what am I missing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What am I not seeing? What can I and do better? The, yeah. And how's the mood and how can I support people and what do they need? Mm. Um, Cause sometimes you know, if you're high D or high I, you can jump to a conclusion of go, 
well, here's what I would need if I was in that position. Yeah, you th- they think they know best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like asking, you know, someone who's an will go, what do you think these different people need? You know, this is really good at like, they're often great um, empathizers. So nice. you're know, really yeah. good at supporting what people need. Yeah, that's a great question to be like, team leaders, leadership, any CEOs or, you know, go ask your people, what are we missing? What can, what can be done better? Because they might not speak up and say either. Yes, exactly. They're waiting to be invited. They're waiting to be asked. And so ask those questions. What can we do better? If you have a weekly meeting, ask those people you are working with, what can I do? What can we do better? What needs perfected? Tell me in your opinion, you know? Yeah. And then, all right, last but not least, and I promise we'll stop trash talking on D's. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about what productivity looks like for a C. Mm. So for a C, again, it's it's very much, it's about detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably a more process than people, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it's, you know, it's, it's the detail, it's the numbers, it's getting things right. Um, D's, uh, sorry, C's prize themselves on accuracy like getting things absolutely right mm-hmm. and it's almost like you know, that they, they wouldn't want to wing it they'd be like no no give me the time to get it right and right. that way i'll get it right once and you don't have yeah. to redo it over i don't want to do it again that's yeah. how i feel i'm like i don't want to do it again yeah we, we're going to do it right the first time exactly exactly so you know sometimes for a c what productivity looks like at the beginning of something is it might be very undercover it might be, you're not going to see lots of emails coming from me. You're not going to mm-hmm. see me shouting out with lots of ideas. You're going to see a lot of thinking. Yes. Um, game planning like, is what I call it. I say, leave me alone. I'm game yes. planning. <laughs> That's it. So yeah. being able to say, leave me alone, being able to say either I'm not going to be jumping at every email straight away, mm-hmm. or even be able to say, look, I'm not going to see your email straight away. Mm-hmm. If there's something you need my urgent attention on, then here's how you get hold of me. Like send me mm-hmm. a text or give me a call. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to have periods when I'm going to go dark and mm-hmm. you know, and and get my head down and get this thing done. And then I'm going to come back with my best ideas because that's how I do my best thinking. It's mm-hmm. the time away from other people. It's mm-hmm. a time to myself. Um, so yeah, definitely. I mean, when we talked about thinking earlier, and think, yeah, thinking absolutely is the work. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure your C's have got that and um, that space and the permission and the trust yep. to you know go away and do that thinking a lot of you know i'm in a lot of meetings and we talk a lot about big ideas i mean when you work in the world that i do in the entrepreneurial and where we're headed with ancillaries and all of this stuff we work we do a lot of group thinking mm-hmm. and a lot of ideas are thrown around especially by d's they're like do 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 this is everything we're going to do and I'll walk out of meeting, literally out the door and people are like, what do you think of that meeting? And I literally have to say to them, I'm a processor. I need to process the information that I have heard. And then I'll come back to you in about an hour or maybe 24 hours and let you know how I felt about all the information. So I always tell people I'm a processor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, when it comes to sort of making decisions and things like that, it might be there are certain meetings that you're asked to think about things before. Mm-hmm. Like bring your ideas. So think about this before bring your ideas. Yeah. Or it might be that there's space afterwards. So it's not like, oh, we're done. We had that conversation. We've moved on yeah. now. Because yeah, like, know. so your best ideas will come either you know, before if you've had time to think about it or after you've had that chance to yeah. process. Well, Grace, that was amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Is there anything you'd like to add? Where can people find you? I know your book is on Amazon. I know you have three books. Are they all on Amazon? Like, tell us where people can find you. What's up? What's up with you? 
Absolutely. So first book's called 21 Ways to Manage the Stuff That Sucks Up Your Time. It's a tiny little book. It's a book I wrote when my kids were little. Um, so you'll see some, you know, you see references to Winnie the Pooh and X-Men and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but it's um, it's brilliant for people who don't have time to read a time management book. So if you yeah. just want to grab like a, a little insight, a little thing yeah. to get you thinking differently, that's for you. Yeah. Um, How to Be Really Productive is the book we've been talking about today. Um, again, that's on Amazon. Um, and that will, it takes more of a coaching approach. So you'll notice they're like coaching questions at the end of each exercise mm-hmm. so there's a lot lots of practical examples things for you to think about things for you to do differently mm-hmm. um, and also you can have you can hold each other accountable if you wanted to with mm-hmm. some of those coaching questions and then the third book is called struggle the surprising truth beauty and opportunity hidden in life's shittier moments oh i think yeah. i'll have to read that one next <laughs> and so that's Ooh. awesome. Anywhere else people can find you on social media or um, I know your website's there is in your bottom corner on the screen. It is. Um, you can watch this podcast. You can listen to this podcast. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to add is we are having our team building workshop on September 19th and 20th in Omaha, Nebraska in our office here, this beautiful office that we have um, where we're podcasting from right now. Um, so if any of you would like to come to the workshop in September, um, we would love to have you. You can get a discount code. If you go to our website or excuse me, if you go to growwithers.com, you can subscribe to our podcast. Anybody who subscribes to the podcast on our website, you just have to add your email address in. Um, I'll respond back to you and give you a discount, um, 50% off discount for the workshop in September. So Grace, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. I thoroughly appreciated it. Um, Thank you. And um, it was awesome speaking to you. It was fabulous speaking to you too. And I really enjoyed the conversation. Anyone wants to continue that, then yeah, head on over to the website, gracemarshall.com. And uh, like I said, conversation is is how I I work best. So come and join the conversation over there. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks.